is Plaidcast Jr. I'm Piper Clem, publisher of the Plaid Horse magazine. On today's episode, we continue our reading of Showstride's book three, Moving Up and Moving On. I hope you'll come join us a few times a week. And if you like what you hear, all five Showstride's books are currently available on Amazon. You're listening to Showstrides, Moving Up and Moving On, by Piper Clem and Rennie Dybal. Chapter 9. The grassy stretch outside the tax shop was dotted with kid-sized jumps in all shapes and colors. Mac made a beeline for them. Tally liked wedging wrapping paper tubes in the doorways at her house to jump, but this was a far fancier setup. Standards, rails, walls, and flower boxes were designed exactly like hunter and jumper fences, just scaled down to kid size. Hop on, Max said, grinning at Tally and bending down, standard positioning for a piggyback ride. Tally giggled and jumped up as softly as she could. Mac caught Tally behind the knees and cantered off to a red and white vertical. Tally laughed at her friend as Mac came to an almost complete stop before hiking her legs up over the little jump. Points off for style, Tally choked and jumped down. Mac bent over, hands on her knees. That was so much harder than I thought it would be, Mac said between breaths. Then she stood up straight and cantered a couple of the fences, riderless. Much better, Tally said, 85. The girls and Mac's mom made their way inside, the store's air conditioning providing a shocking contrast from the muggy summer afternoon. Can I help you ladies with anything? Asked the store employee, just as they started browsing the show coats. My daughter outgrew her last show jacket, so we're looking for a new one, Mac's mom said, turning briefly to her daughter. Your shad belly still fits, right? Mac nodded. Yeah, Isabel gave it to me. It's actually a little big still, but Ryan said it's fine. I think it'll fit for a while. Until the next growth spurt anyway, right? Mac's mom said to the employee a teenage girl who was dressed in a college sweatshirt and breeches. So it goes, said the girl before asking Mac for her size and pulling some options. I'm going to go look at the model horses, Mac's mom said, walking toward another corner of the store. I have to buy a gift for your cousin, Mackenzie. Just come get me when you find a jacket you like. As Mac tried on coats, Tally glanced around the store, laughing at a red octagon-shaped sign that read, Whoa, instead of Stop. We should get Ryan to buy that for the barn, Tally said to Mac, who was sizing up a navy blue coat. I don't love the fit of this one, the sales girl said. Why don't I pull you a few four-button styles? They're just as acceptable in the hunter and equitation rings as the three-button. They can be more flattering, too, if you're a little fuller around the midsection. I'll be right back. As the girl walked away, Tally nudged her friend. What, do you not get it or something? It says, whoa, instead of stop. I think we need it for the Oaks driveway. But Mac looked completely distracted, like she didn't even hear what Tally was saying. Did you hear what that girl just said? No. What, asked Tally. She said four-button jackets are more flattering if you're fuller. Mac looked like she might start crying. So, she wasn't talking about you being fuller. I think she was, Mac said, looking down at her boots. Okay, here's what I've got in the four-button, the sales girl said. 
returning with an armful of navy and black coats. Mac changed her expression the same way Tally had seen her do in the show ring. She looked determined and unbothered as the girl helped her into several show coats. She turned around in the mirror a few times when she found one she liked. Will you go get my mom? I think I want to get this one, Max said. When Tally returned with Max's mom, the store employee told them that the sleeves were a bit long so that Mac would get more wear out of the jacket rather than if they bought one size smaller. Okay, as long as you don't think the sleeves are too long, Max's mom said. I really don't think they are. I know Ryan, and I think he'll be okay with the fit too. But if I'm wrong, you can definitely bring it back and we'll exchange it for a size down. The group proceeded to the register where Mac's mom paid for the coat. Mac appeared to have forgotten about the sales girl's comment. At least, Tally hoped she had. The next day at the barn, while she was working on the school aisle, Tally found Jacob in Sweetie's stall. Hey, you guys look great together in your lesson the other day. Do you still like Sweetie? I do. She's, well, she's a sweetie, Jacob said with a little laugh. She is, Tally said, digging in her jeans pocket and unwrapping a peppermint for the mare. How's Carlo doing? A lot better, actually. Thanks for asking. Oh, good, Tally said. Jacob was absentmindedly braiding Sweetie's forelock as they talked. The mare didn't seem to mind in the slightest. When we jogged him for the vet, he looked sound, so that's good. I think we'll trailer in for a lesson within a week or two. Awesome, Tally said. Thanks. Hey... This may be weird to say, but I just wanted to, um, thank you, Jacob said, dropping Sweetie's forelock and adjusting the pockets on his britches. Thank me for what? Tally asked. For being so nice to me. That sounds really lame, doesn't it? But I get made fun of at school all the time, so it's nice to know that everyone at Johnson West isn't a jerk. That's awful, Tally said. Guys at school nay at me and Caitlin, but I'm sure it's much worse when you're a boy. It's really hard, Jacob said, taking a deep breath. Guys at school say I shouldn't ride because it's a girl's sport. A lot of guys at school will say, oh, you're gay, or, oh, you're a sissy for riding horses, do a real sport. Tally felt startled by what Jacob said. It was definitely far worse than the occasional nay she got from boys at school. They have no idea how much of a real sport riding is, Tally said softly. Yeah, Jacob added with the hint of a smile. I'd like to see them ride a pony that's stopping or a horse who decides to buck. We should invite them out to try, Tally deadpanned, and Jacob smiled for real. Hello, this is Dana from Loracea. I'm coming to you today from Italy. It's almost time for the indoor show season to start and we hope to see you out there. Tamara Macris, our creative director, will be at Capital Challenge and also Washington International. And it's a great time to see our newest colors and products in person. Maybe even get a jump on your holiday shopping because as indoors ends, the holiday season begins. You can shop our collection online 24 hours a day, seven days a week at lauracea.com. That's L-A-U-R-A-C-E-A dot com. But we also hope to see you this season indoors. I am a school horse, and it's my job to teach people how to ride. Eddie takes great pride in giving riding lessons, but when he moves to a new barn that's full of show horses, he begins to doubt himself and his place in the world, all while his rider is doing the same. 
a story of self-acceptance and friendship for all ages, Good Boy Eddie captures the special bonds we form with animals and what we learn about ourselves along the way. You can find Good Boy Eddie at thepladhorse.com, as well as on Amazon in paperback, for Kindle, and for Audible. To learn more about anything we've discussed on today's show, visit thepladhorse.com. You can find show notes at thepladhorse.com slash listen. Follow The Plaid Horse on all the social medias. You can subscribe to the print edition of The Plaid Horse magazine at thepladhorse.com slash subscribe. Please rate and review the podcast anywhere you listen to it. And if you enjoy this episode, please share it with your friends. I will see you at the ring.